Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stream of Thought. I just wanted to take a moment to let everyone know that I fucked up. I totally procrastinated in releasing this episode. My mistake. There were some things that I had to edit, and I just kept putting it off until the next day, and then until the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day, until about 20 days went by, and here we are. Also, in the actual introduction, you're going to hear us refer to taking this episode and breaking it apart into... um, in two parts. Uh, we actually did not do that. We ended up just keeping the whole thing together as one. So just wanted to clarify that and let you guys know. Uh, but again, I apologize for procrastinating. And here we are. Well, here we are. Christmas Miracle episode 116, 116. of Stream of Thought. And my goodness, this is the end of the year extravaganza that we uh, we have an opportunity to get together one more time in the old studio. Yeah, we're both happen to be in town, happen to have a couple hours free, and so man, we have got a show for you. Yeah, we managed to just squeeze in one episode that we're actually gonna break into maybe two or three parts. We haven't decided, but we've got this is probably one of the longer episodes we did because we've been talking for at least two and a half hours. Yeah. So we're going to break it apart, but we're really excited to be back after, what, like a six or seven or eight week hiatus. Last time we had mentioned we we weren't sure when we were going to be able to record again because Rick's was in Minneapolis and I have since then moved to L.A., so it's a little difficult. But, uh, yeah, we're just really excited to be back. And so we end up spending the next, next couple hours... Just talking about the full the full gamut yeah. of things that are going on in our lives, little fun stories, yeah. anecdotes, Christmas experiences, uh, moving into new apartments, yeah, and then uh, at at the very end uh, we 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 wrap it out with a little like thirty minute prediction of what we think the next year is gonna gonna look like. Yeah, so so we're pretty excited about it. It's but, amazing. Um, yeah, enough talking. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and let you listen to the episode. So here it is, episode one sixteen of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Victor's new place. It's the day after Christmas, December 26, 2018. And it's amazing. Stream of Thought will live on. Victor decided to get back into town pretty quickly for a couple of days, so we've got a little bit of time right now, it's almost noon, to record, maybe get two episodes in, something to tide us over into the new year. It's exciting. So many, so many positive things happened this past year, and to close it out with someone like Victor... Ah, it's the cherry on top of this holiday weekend. All right, so I gotta find the street that he's on. Cotton. It's not cotton. The man of the hour approaches. my friend. So this is all the stuff that you didn't get a chance to bring before? Yeah, it, uh, that and Christmas presents, so, yeah. got a lot of artwork that I'm 
bringing back other... I brought my laundry home, too, because, you know... I could. Nice. Yeah, I had very little laundry to bring. How was the drive when you went over there when I last saw you? The... Drive to Minnesota. Drive to Minnesota? What do you mean, like... Uh, coming from Minnesota? No, when you went oh, when you went to Minnesota the last time I saw you, oh, you were driving. Yeah, Easy was drive, the... pain in the ass, or what? I have to say, it was it was good for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hit a bit of uh, rough weather. Got it. Like, getting into the city. So, yeah, it was, uh, I was like, because I had my mom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was when like, she was like, "Oh, so you're just gonna leave an hour later and hit a coyote like, on your way you over there?" Like, freaking kidding what are you me? Talking like, about you know, and her anxiety <laughs> translates to my anxiety, and it just—it's not good. And so this morning, I'm like, "Hey, like," and there's another snowstorm, by the way, okay. coming in tonight. So of course, my mom's like, "Oh, you know, it's gonna be a massive snowstorm uh, by nine o'clock." Which actually, I think it's gonna be kind of a big snowstorm. But yeah, um, I'm like, I'll leave. You know, Victor's got a timeline, too, so, yeah. you know, his, his cutoff is two, so at the very least, I'll be getting in at, like, 7 o'clock, yeah. which will be fine, and it'll be great weather going uh, going through Wisconsin, so. How about you, man? How was the how was the flight? Dude, it was nice. I mean, it was easy. It was, uh, it was faster than I thought it was going to be, which is fine, and uh, it was funny because I kept thinking... Like, it was fine, but, like, I'm just like, oh, I just wish I had, like, a first-class seat, because I'm in this seat, and I'm just like this, like, the whole, almost, almost the whole time. Oh, yeah. And, like, the seat doesn't recline enough to, like, actually feel like it's reclined, no. and, like, there's not enough space to, like, really lean yourself forward or anything, and, uh, but these tickets I paid, well, I didn't, my mom bought them, they were, it was like a regular tickets that she just bought because if I'm flying through America and I have to fly in standby, which I'm not getting on the plane on the holidays, like, that's just not going to No, happen, you know? definitely not. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice and easy. No problems. I didn't have to wait, like, I was in line for security for, like, less than 10 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, my flight was at, like, 8 in the morning, so I was there by... On Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was there by 6, and I got worried because we're pulling into the terminals... So I took a shuttle, and, like, there's a ton of traffic at, and at the airport. And I was like, shit. And then I walk in, and there's, like, no, nobody, almost nobody in line. Wow. I have to say, I'm shocked, because I did a lot of holiday travel from New York and to Chicago while I was really? in seminary, like, doing that. And I, I don't think I ever really had a very decent uh, check-in experience. I'm sure it was, because maybe it was, like, super early in the morning. But, uh, yeah. it was fine. Or maybe just United didn't have a lot of people. Oh, so you took United? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah it was good. In California, it's like, dude, it's like, the it was, uh, 50 degrees the other day, and it was, like, cold in the middle of the day. That's how it felt. <laughs> but, like, every single day, it's between 70 and 80 degrees Are right now. Are you kidding yeah. me? And at night... Oh, my God. At night... The coldest that it's gotten is, like, maybe, like, 52, 53. It's usually, like, 55 or 60. You need a light jacket when you go out at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, God has certainly blessed you with some decent weather this yeah. uh, this little break. But, 
Yeah, uh, I, I do occasionally, maybe once or twice a week, I'll check the, the radar and just see where what temperatures are looking like around the country. Because I mean, yeah. now that you're out in California, I'm curious what your weather is. And grandparents down in Florida. And uh, okay, it's gas for two fifteen. I know the cheapest gas in. Uh, I mean, I like by where I work, I can find gas for like that three fifteen, and it's like real cheap. But like in L.A., <laughs> dude, there was one spot where I drove by. I've only seen this one time where gas was almost five dollars. What? And then, but usually, they're mostly like three fifty, three sixty, maybe three seventy a gallon. There's so many fucking gas stations out there. <laughs> There's like gas station. There's uh, there's a corner where there's like it's either Mobile or Chevron. I think it's like a Chevron gas station. And then right across on the opposite corner is another the same Chevron gas station. Really? Does yeah. everyone just drive? Or everyone like... just drives. That's why there's so many gas stations all over the place. There's like what I notice is there's a ton of gas stations, a ton of laundry uh, laundromats, and um, there's a fair amount of like tattoo places, like just like in random spots. Tattoo places. Yeah, but it just feels like it's all over the place. So oh, I bought. Uh, I went into this store and just straight up bought weed from them. It was so sweet. Oh yeah, just, that's right. So recreational. I just walked there. in and bought one of those wow. little pens with the oil cartridge that you can just hit like real quick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is so funny. Wow. And I saw, so I looked at the address that you had sent. That's like downtown LA. That's like in the heart of Hollywood. That's, I was going to say. Yeah, downtown is like, actual downtown downtown is like maybe like 15 minutes from me. Wow. But, uh, that's crazy. That's like the heart of LA, or the heart of Hollywood, and right around the corner is where they have the uh, the TCL Chinese Theater, which is where people do the handprints. I saw that, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next to that is Dolby Theater, which is where they do the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. Across from Dolby is, uh, they have the studio where they do Jimmy Kimmel Live. Wow, right so you the really have a lot yeah. going on around there. What's the rent uh, cost? It's it's pretty fucking expensive. It's like thirteen. It's thirteen hundred dollars. Are you for serious? A, for a studio apartment. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Thirteen hundred. And that's like a really good deal. Shit. <laughs> that's like a really good deal for my place. Yeah. I feel like I I feel like that's a real solid bargain for where I'm living. What's the What's the square footage and all that? Do you have a the picture of your place? Square footage, I think. I'll have to look on the lease. I think it's around 500 square feet. Like, would you, would you, how would you range it, like, size-wise? Like, I would say it's... Is it tiny? No, it's not. Okay. I would say it's perfectly adequate. Like, I have enough... I have this little table. So I have my bed, which is, like, a queen-size bed, and then I bought this table that's, like, a like a bar height, you know, with, like, seats that are, like, stool size. Okay. And it's, like, a four-person table. So I can easily entertain... Did you bring the keys, by the way? Nope, didn't. Did you? No. I don't have keys. Why would I have them? What did you do with them? I don't know. You don't know what you did. You're, you said, my mom is moving out of here. This is the last time we'll be here. My mom is not right. renewing her lease. She's retiring. Okay. <laughs> I was going to bring it up. Let me call her. You were going, going to bring to it up? 
Of course. Of course you would be like, yeah. Ooh. Well, it makes sense. We're definitely not coming back here. My mom is not renewing her lease. She is retiring. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's, uh, I, I don't know if I said definitely. No, you didn't. <laughs> so I guess I'll either recycle the key, throw it in recycling, or frame it for the years to come. Posterity. Posterity sex. Ooh. So I got... Oh, nice. New, um, new wa- Bluetooth headphones. Wait. Which... Those are different from the ones that you had before? Yeah. The other ones, I think, are in one of these. But they're... I've had, like, four different Bluetooth okay. headphones, so this is this is the fourth one. I like these. The problem is there's no range, so you can only go, like, two feet away from your phone. Pretty much. It's, like, it's a five-foot range or something wow. like that, which is really small, but... And then it's, like, don't take it out in temperatures below freezing. I'm, like, well, that kind of... That's the entire I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's half the year for me. I'm sure you're fine if you're... Is, I think it's, like, if you're shoveling or something, maybe not, but... If you're just going from your apartment to your car or something, it's like whatever. Yeah, and then because 2019 is going to be a year of changes, I'm uh, my brother got me this. <laughs> oh my god! I know, isn't it crazy? So you are never gonna believe this. So this is so funny that you brought this out. <laughs> Why is it funny? All right, you want to start take start recording right now. It's been recording, okay. man. We're so, I work with this guy uh, that he has one of these things. Okay. It's slightly different. It's like in black, but... And sometimes I walk into the break room, and the fucking break room is just filled with smoke from him hitting this. Oh, my God, yes. He goes in, in and out real quick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. And then sometimes I walk in and I can smell. It's been di- it's dissipated, but I can still smell it. And it's like, usually like if I walk around somewhere like, it doesn't upset me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I prefer not to smell a cigarette or whatever this is, but whatever. But it's like, dude, I'm in the fucking break room. There's no windows. There's no ventilation. Oh, he's just like hitting this thing in there. You in know the, what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, com- confined spaces. That's not. And it got me thinking about. Wow the um these vape things and and just how ridiculous it is because some of them they're like some of them are very small this is like a real heavy duty one this one is time, a very intense vape one time yeah. it was it was charging and i picked it up and i realized how heavy it was yeah and i was like holy shit this thing is so heavy and then i noticed he has way less oil in his you know here yep. and i was like why would you need this much oil and it's just like it was very a lot of things i find very jarring i'm just like what the hell what is so, so jarring just, about this though I, I don't i don't get it it's just okay i just think it's so fucking stupid there i said it okay. i think vaping i think here's here was, i was thinking now. about this because i was justifying my purchase for the little vape pen for weed you know what i'm saying yes because that i hit here and there it's real slim it's slick but that I feel like it has a purpose, you know, to get high. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But it's like the vaping. I just it comes off. It's just yes, it comes off as pretentious. I'm fully aware. It's just we. It's just like the stereotype about vaping. However, though, I uh, so Josh Owens, right? Yeah. He ended up quitting nicotine altogether okay. by going from cigarettes to vaping. vaping. Okay. And so that's my plan for 2019. Okay. Because I'm stopping cigarettes. And I'm going to wean myself off because there's no levels of nicotine in here yeah. that you can decrease as it's going on. And so 
once I get over, I think for anything, it's more an oral fixation okay, than anything okay. else. Like, I mean, it smells. Let me smell this thing. It smells fine. Okay. It's a little fruity. I but, see what you're saying. Yeah. So I mean, and um, so my brother got it for me as a um, as a. You know. And I think it's also, I've never really personally known anyone that, like, vapes on a regular basis. So anytime I see other people vaping, and it's just like, they hit it, and then just like this plume of smoke coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And just like, hitting it, like, obviously you can use this indoors. Yes. But it's like, you see someone using this at the grocery store, or at wherever, and it just, they, people just look ridiculous. Yes, no, I not agree. like, uh, not like all the time but like people hit it indoors and it's just like thank you thank you for letting everybody know yes. that you vape exactly. yeah that's what it comes off as like yes. i'm vaping i'm letting everyone know that i vape yeah um and i mean too this thing i mean this is freaking intense yeah like this is this is crazy um the design and all that i really like the color it, it looks like the incredible hulk the green body with the gold trim it's, yeah it's, the incredible hulk that's what you like, gotta call that thing, Hulk. It's like Green Iron Man or the Incredible yeah, Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. Hulk. I like that. It's it's Hulk. Yeah. So so yeah, that was um, that was interesting. But I mean, like you know, you've got the dial, you can control the wattage and all that. Oh it's my like, gosh. It's got a built-in computer system. That was very thoughtful of Robert. It was. It was um, to assist in yeah making 20, 2019 a yeah. much uh, cleaner year. Nice. So I'm excited, man. Um, isn't that crazy? So, did you move in on December 1st to your apartment? I moved in, like, the day before. So, it was pretty funny. Well, not really. But, uh, at the time... So, I got to L.A., like, I don't know, November 17th or 18th or whatever. So, I was going nuts because I... By the time I got to L.A., I had already been on the road for... By the time I got to L.A., I think that was seven days, seven full days, yeah. right? Going to Denver and Las Vegas. And uh, I get to L.A., and I stay in an Airbnb that night. And once I arrive, I'm, like, trying to find, like, the best Airbnb deals. I'm not just trying to, like, spend a ton of money on an Airbnb right away. So I'm, like, looking around and everything, and I find a, I find a spot, but I can only stay there one night. And then I find another spot. And I, I, I only stayed there for four nights. And then I found this other real sweet spot, and I stayed there for ten days, which was awesome because it had park- Oh, wow, ten days. It had parking. It was like it was like set up like an inn. Now, like how much was- stuff were you carrying with you at the time? Like, like how... Like, my back seat was entirely filled. Okay. My trunk was filled, and my passenger side was filled. Okay. Not to, like, the passenger side wasn't to the brim, but I had, like, clothes and some shit here on the floor... And then, like, my backpack and my computer bag on the and seat. And that was all your worldly possessions, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. And, um... So, yeah. And so I get there, and so I was telling... I was staying with the second woman. She's like, oh, how's everything going? And I come back, and I told her... I was like, I've been going nuts, because I've been looking for apartments, and, like, the places that I find online, it's like, they either don't pick up the phone, they don't return the call, or they're like, oh, it's rented... That's an old listing. I haven't figured out how to take it down. You know? How many of those did you go through? Here's the thing, though. I went to one showing at this apartment. And this is before... When I'm talking to her, I had not yet seen any apartments. I'm just looking online for stuff. And I yeah. was telling her, like... I'm like, I'm going nuts because... 
I, I go through this whole spiel, and then I'm like, <sighs> wait, it's only been three days. I, and I'm like, honey, it feels like I've been doing this for three weeks. Yes. He's laughing at me <laughs> because I've already been on the road for seven days. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's been three days in L.A. now. That's a good point. And uh, I'm just like, I'm going nuts. Like, I just need a place to call home, you yes. know, that I can totally, settle. You know totally, what I'm saying? Totally, totally, totally. And she's laughing at me, and she thinks it's funny, and I think it's funny. And I go to the next spot. And when I'm at the next spot, I go to this place that I find online. And... Uh, I see it, and it was a little subpar, but I was kind of expecting that. But I was like, okay, cool. Like, I found a place that I can live, and it's affordable. Yeah. And uh, I'm asking this, these, this woman these questions, and she, I'm like, oh, is there parking? She's like, no, there's no parking. Oh, well, the listing says there's parking. <coughs> and I'm like, is this 500 square feet? She's like, no, it's like 200-something. I'm like, yeah, it seems... <laughs> It seems smaller. Yeah. Uh, this one says 500. And then, uh, I was like, balcony? Is there balcony? Is like, she's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? All these things on the listing yeah. say these things. Yep. But then you're saying these aren't incorporated. She's like, oh, well, when the listing gets put up, it just includes on every listing any amenity the entire apartment complex offers. So, like, parking is only for one and two bedrooms. They don't offer it for studio. And then oh. it's like... 500 square feet. Yeah. A one bedroom is and five. There or like nothing. Or a couple of them are more than five. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, what the fuck? And I leave the, and I'm looking at the apartment and it's weird because like the bathroom sink is outside the bathroom and, and, uh, I leave and I'm like, yeah, I'll fill out an application. So I go online, I fill out the application and, uh, and I'm, as the next day goes by, I'm like, was that real? And then the day after I was just like, what? And because the thing is, when I walked in, for some reason, I acknowledged that there was the bathroom sink, but I just put it on the back of my mind, and then it kind of rose the day after. There was there was no other sink other than the bathroom sink, vanity sink, that's outside of the bathroom. So I'm like, wait a minute. If someone's cooking something on a skillet, you expect me to... So, so I declined the offer because they offered to me, like, hey, you... you uh, you passed, you credit, and all that jazz. And at this time, I had, when they said I can have the apartment, at this time, I had already, it was like the day after I went and saw the apartment that I'm living in now. Okay. And um, so I was like, shit, I'm going to pass because I already, I told them I found a place, I got accepted, but really I only saw the apartment. Yep. And I think I was in the process of filling out an application. Anyway, they're like, the company reached out to me and was like, hey, the property manager told us that you're passing on the apartment. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like it, I found a better place. And they're like, what if we knock off the rent? What if we take off like $100 from the rent? Because the rent for this place was like, it was like about twelve hundred dollars, and they're like, "We'll make your rent for two hundred square foot." Well, I don't know exactly. Well, Maybe yeah, but like, the, but, but tiny. Like it was smaller. It wasn't. Studio. It was manageable. It wasn't like sardine tiny, okay. you know. But um, like, what if we knock off the rent a hundred dollars? And I'm like, bro, I'm still gonna pass. I would rather spend more money on a adequate on an adequate place yes. than like less money on a place that I'm not excited to come home to. Because mm -hmm. that's what that would have been. Yep. 
and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wow, I'm so happy I'm not living there. And yeah. so then, this is the week of Thanksgiving. This is like Tuesday or Wednesday of Thanksgiving. Okay. Maybe Monday, I don't know. But so on that Thanksgiving week, I had to send the property manager of the place I'm living at now. I just gave him all my information. And then he's like, oh, we just need a letter from your work saying that you've transferred. Because I gave them my bank account number to like look to see how much money I have and everything like that and all this other information. Wait, I'm sorry, what? The apartment place? Yeah. Looked into your bank account? Yeah, they have a spot where it's like, how much money do you have in your checking? How much money do you have in your savings? Do you have any credit card debt? Like, they run the whole fucking That's nine intense. Yards. Wow. And that's standard in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. So I felt good about that because the apartment's like $1,300, which is like close to half of my paycheck yes. in a month. Yep. So I'm worried, like, yep. shit, like, they might not accept me because of, like, the, the ratio but I was like, shit, I got my savings account on my side. I'm feeling good about it, you know? It's doable. Yeah, and uh, I still couldn't believe it. I can't believe this place is vacant. It's like in a perfect location. It's a beautiful apartment complex. And uh, it's not fancy, but it's like, it's very easy on the eyes with flowers and the garden and everything. Yeah. And, uh, All right. pause this? Yeah, let's pause this. Okay. Pause. Oh, here, I got notes. There we go. All right, so I think we're good here. Oh. Yeah, I guess I should lock it. Just only because I have, like, fucking everything in here. Okay. Got my coffee. She just ran inside right now? Yeah, she did. She's She's got to take care of some stuff, too, though, so that's fine. But, um, uh, where were we? Well, what, you were, you were what happened? Well, what happened was Ricks and Victor got out of the car while they were waiting for the key to arrive. And yes, so, so magically I feel transported like into the studio, which we, we thought we would never return to. <laughs> we can, well, we can actually make that first part, um, like an extra or something like that. Where we're just, because that went on for like 25 minutes, so can just be a little something that we put out and we can just jump into it i mean we're here now episode 116 stream yeah isn't okay that crazy? isn't that crazy that's like, cool i just want to i just want to soak in the moment yeah, like, yeah yeah the amount of joy that i feel right yeah. now that we're able to do Dude, this. it's funny because like when i got to la there were so many just little frivolous things that happened to me that i was like i have to just talk to someone oh my about god this i know and I'm just like, I need to, I need to pod. I need to pod I need real to pod. <laughs> I need to I'm pod. Need my pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, man. Things. I mean, I just, and then too, cause coming back for Thanksgiving, you were gone. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like yeah. we'd, we'd be, we'd be churning out at least yeah. a couple episodes for sure. Thanksgiving. So I, I, I left Glen Ellen with that sense of something was missing. And this this is just the cherry on top, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm just so happy that that we get a chance to, from our disparate journeys, uh, yeah. California, Minneapolis. So okay, so before we, because I am interested in hearing about how the apartment ended up turning out. But what made you decide to come back? Oh, well, my mom wanted me to come back. Uh, my family. mom was like, it because my sister came back from Spain, and my mom was like. It'd be really awesome if I could have all three kids uh, in the house at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then she's like, yeah, I'll buy your plane tickets. So I'm like, okay. And then 
she was like, and then I was researching plane tickets, and some of them were way too expensive. I'm like, no way, Mom. I'm not letting you buy these tickets for me. Like, it's okay. She's like, no, I want to buy them. Anyway, she, I mean, she got tickets that were moderately priced. Some were just insane. But, uh, yeah, that's why I came back, because she wanted me to be here while my brother and sister were also here. That's nice. Yeah. So it was a good Christmas, though. Yeah. Uh, I, we don't, okay, so I don't know if I told you this before, but last year we had said, for several years, we were, everyone's just kind of, like, moving away from, like, buying presents for each other because we're just tired of it. And uh, so last year, we had said, like, no Christmas presents. We're not buying Christmas presents for, for anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person that ended up following through on that. I know. I right? know. So oh everyone else bought presents for each other. Yes. I'm the only person who didn't buy presents for anyone, like we said we were going to do. And this year, it was going to be the same thing. Yeah. Luckily, everyone followed through. Okay. Except for my dad. My dad got one gift for my brother and myself and my sister okay um which was fine um but it's good that i did not bring the mixer and microphones and all that and we're just recording on your phone right now Mm -hmm. because i would have had to bring a separate bag right or i would have had to i would have had to travel with two bags instead of just one yeah and I was like, I'm not going to go through that trouble. And then once I got here, I was like, oh, I really wish I would have brought it. But my dad had got me, like, this portable, this, like, nice portable record player with built-in speakers, and it's also Bluetooth. And it's this box with a handle on it. So had I brought in all the stuff, I would have had to, like, check one of them as luggage. Oh, screw that. my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now when I'm going to be going back, I have my backpack and I have my little record player. So Good. I'm limited to the two items. Yeah. So... That worked out. That worked out great. Yeah, Yeah. because I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, there's... No, that would be way too much of a hassle to to try and do that. And I feel like phone recording is It could be... Yeah, it would be adequate just for this. I mean, the fact that we're able to do this is is good enough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How was your Christmas? It was good, man. Um, Quiet. Very quiet. I actually got all my my shopping done before the evening on Christmas Eve. Nice. I... We, uh, yeah, our family still does gifts and all that. What did you, for, when your family, I can't remember if we talked about this last year. When you guys open gifts, do you just kind of, like, open them all whenever you feel like it? Mm-hmm. Or do you do, like, good? Because yeah. you know what drives me fucking nuts? Is when one, when one at, a at a time. Yes. Every year for, since I could remember. And it drives me nuts. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, it's, it's in so many different ways, it's the worst. Oh I mean, not gosh. only does it take longer, but all the attention is focused on one person's reaction. And so if you got a gift that didn't didn't strike that person in the right way, like, everyone's watching. Yeah. Um, and then it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I, I don't think my family's ever done anything like that. So, but I've I've heard stories, and it's just like, it sounds like a nightmare. It's so stupid. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, so... Christmas was good. We all we all tend to do really sort of practical, thoughtful gifts. It's yeah. not it's not about. I, I hung out with Neil, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was I was telling him, you know, there were a couple of things. I think it was the day before Christmas Eve. I was like, yeah, there's a couple of things that I still got to run out and grab that I couldn't find online or whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, just get him gift cards. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> Ow. That, that like, card. totally defeats the Maybe purpose. I'll just write him a check. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Here's a $5 bill, yeah. all right? Go go buy something nice for yourself. Yeah. yeah, so... Gift card is like a stocking gift. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. You fill in a stocking with gum and candy and a gift card. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's standard sort of, you know, small little thing. But that's not, that should never be, like, the gift itself. I don't know why people go crazy for gift cards because it's one step below cash. It's like, here's money that I'm giving you yes. for you to spend, but... The caveat is you can only spend, spend it in one, one place. place, and if you don't use it, what? and you're still gonna end up spending, you know, more. You're still gonna end up spending your own money because when the time comes that there's a dollar and sixteen cents left on the card, mm-hmm. everyone's natural um, just thought is I have to spend this extra dollar sixteen. You can't get anything for dollar sixteen, no. so you end up spending, spending you know, your own money, your own money yeah. too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, never been a fan of gift cards. So, yeah, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty late Christmas though, because um, for my apartment, my parents' Christmas gift to me was helping me furnish my place. Oh, nice. So that was that was kind of a that was yeah that was cool. mainly it. But uh, there was still some some nice stuff like the Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. And, uh, and my brother's present. So. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah. So what did you uh, what what were the presents that you got your family? So I ended up. All, I mean, my brother probably was the easiest. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Like, what what could you use? And he's building his own computer right now. Okay. So I got him a um, a power source uh, nice. for the computer. Um, my sister, I ended up getting her a coffee mug warmer. Okay. Um, my mom got her d- daily devotional, which she had asked for back yeah months ago. Uh, and then little, uh, actually a practical gift. They're those little like ice sticker things that you can slide onto your shoes. They're they're like straps. Oh, you put on okay, got your it. Shoes yeah, yeah. That have little spikes yeah. for when it's icy out. Because um, you know, with our dog, uh, yeah. sometimes it, when it gets slick out, it's treacherous footing. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Especially with that driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And those stairs. Um, and then, I think the best uh, gift of all was probably to my dad. <laughs> Well, it was from the three of us. We got off our parents' cell phone plan. <laughs> I think that's the greatest gift a child could give. Really? That's such a millennial present, too. But the thing is, it's... Because I'm still with I'm my... Um, I'm still with... Uh, we're all on the family plan still. Yeah, and, yeah. And we have been, too. And I just... I just give my... Uh, dad money for mm-hmm. my because if we separate then it's just it's more expensive for everybody yeah so my parents have a very bad plan um it's like 10 gigs between five people over the course of a month um which you know my mom doesn't use data or whatever but still three trying to keep it under if you're listening to pandora for example yeah on a regular basis you're probably going to go over um that like yeah. a couple of gigs um and it was expensive too. I mean, it was just an expensive plan. I don't know. I don't know how they had gotten it. I think it's because neither of them have upgraded their phones through the plan. I know my mom hasn't. Yeah. But yeah, the plan that I found with my brother and my sister and I are all going on a plan together. Mm-hmm. So we're doing like a sibling thing, okay. which was kind of nice. But thirty-five dollars a month per person. Yeah. That's like for for each of us getting eight gigs a piece. Yeah. Which I would never use eight gigs in a month. Which is perfect. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm. I think that's. I um. We I got this text message saying like, 
Warning, you guys have used up 90% of your data. Oh, all the time. We get that all the time at the end of the month. And, and all of us uh, like have to shut down. And I do, you know, star 3282 pound call, and it sends me a text message just to, like, it breaks How it much? down. Yep. And I was the culprit this month. And this has only happened, like, this is the third time this has ever happened since we all got cell phones, right? And really? They were, it's like a warning, warning, yeah. warning. And I was the culprit because I've been using data the whole time. Yeah, because you haven't had... For almost a month. So, yeah, so I finally got Wi-Fi installed, which was a pain in the ass. So, like, I go to AT&T, and I set up a time for them to come to my apartment. They come to my apartment, and it sucks, though, because the guy, he was, like, doing stuff on the outside of the building, and then he was, all he had to do was just plug it in and, and everything. Except when I went back outside to let him in the let him in through the gate because he had to leave, I locked myself out of my apartment. No. Yeah. Oh. So essentially he's like, so essentially he's like, well here, it, um, here's the equipment. All you need to do is just plug it in, and he gave me a breakdown like this wire goes here, these lights are gonna do this thing, let it do its thing, it's gonna reboot. Like it was very, it was very simple. Yeah. It was very simple. I was like, cool, I got it. So I go to work that day. Luckily, I had my work clothes in my car and my spare key underneath my car, right? So I go oh, to work, good. and I'm fine. And I come when I come back, the property manager is still up, and I call them beforehand, and I get into my apartment, no problem. And uh, so then the guy who had said, oh, who installed it was like, hey, if for whatever reason it doesn't work, text me. He gave me his card. It's like, I'm not working tomorrow, but I but I know someone who is, and maybe they can come by. I'm like, okay, perfect. So the next, that night, it doesn't work. <clears throat> it's plugged in, yep. it doesn't work. It's like the fucking orange light. And then the next morning, I text him, like, 9 in the morning. I don't hear back for a couple hours, and I'm thinking, this motherfucker, like, I know I'm not going to hear back from him. I know I'm not going to hear back from him. So I call AT&T and set up an appointment. Uh-huh. And this motherfucker never gets back to me. Yeah. And so then... <clears throat> I'm like, hey, you can make the appointment for this day. Um, would you like 11 to 1 or 1 to 3? I'm like, whatever, fucking 1 to 3. But it has to be, I tell them it has to be 3 o'clock. I will not be here any sooner than 3 o'clock on this day. So it has to be 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And then they send me confirmation. And this is all also through, like, text messaging. Okay. And I'm getting the feeling like, this isn't a person. This is automated, I bet. But... Uh, because when I said it has to be 3 o'clock, the response is, sure. And I'm like, all right, okay. And then they send me all, like, four rapid-fire text messages, like, thank you for choosing AT&T to, to reconfirm, blah, 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 this date, one to three, da, 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 whatever. I'm like, okay, it's got to be 3 o'clock. Sure. All right, we'll see what happens. I get a phone call that day at, like, 11.30 in the morning. The guy's like, hey, I'm here early. I know it's one to three. Just happened to see if maybe you were around. I can't pick up. I'm at work. I listen to the voicemail. I don't have time to call him. Calls me again at 1.30. I get home. I call the guy back, and I tell him, like, hey, I leave him a voicemail saying, like, hey, you didn't get the memo, obviously, but when I made this appointment, I made it very clear I could not be here until 3 o'clock, and they, they, I was told that you would be notified 3 o'clock. The guy never calls me back. Fucking call 18, or call, text this shit again. And I make another appointment for another day. And same routine. It's got to be 3 o'clock. Sure. 1 to 3. No, 3 o'clock. Sure. We'll let the technician know. Fucking A. We'll see. 
And so the guy calls me, uh, and he's like, hey, I'm here or something. And I, I told him, I was like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not going to be there till 3. And he's like, nope, they never say anything to me. But, yeah, if you're here at 3, I can't be here any later than 3 to start this up. I'm like, perfect. So I get there, and he installs it. And uh, I don't know what he did, but he just connected it to this little device he has for, like, 10 or 15 minutes, and then it worked. Yep. Anyway, that whole thing from beginning to end took an additional seven days of my time. Oh, my goodness. Seven do, days. Right? Holy cow. Without Wi-Fi either. So. And I'm trying to not burn through this data. No kidding. Because we didn't yeah. burn through data, but now we're on a new cycle. So yes. now I'm like, shit, I'm like a... You don't want to... Already like 2,000 gigs. And like my, I see my brother is like, six, like 670. My dad's at like 250. I'm at like 2,200. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got Wi-Fi. Everything's cool. Good. Wow. <laughs> That's a journey. See, I still actually haven't gotten Wi-Fi, but there's... So it's weird. There's there's a public access internet that we have mm-hmm. at the apartment. I can access it through my phone, and I can access it through my Chromebook, but I have to pay to use it on my laptop, okay. my actual laptop. So I just haven't used connected it. If to you it. had a, if you had an Apple laptop, you can connect to Wi-Fi through your phone. That's oh, not true. Really? You can connect. That's not true. You can connect to your phone's data. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. But I mean, I don't. I can do everything basically yeah. off off of my yeah, Chromebook, yeah, yeah. which it's it's worked out nice, man. So yeah, I I was like scrambling to get the apartment uh, by December first because uh-huh. I wanted to be out of Brooks and Angel's right. place by then. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we had left it. On the, I can't remember when we recorded the last episode where I was in that hold. Process. They had said that you. I think you were in the. You were. You hadn't looked for apartments. You were about to. Yes. Okay. And that was it. Yeah. So that was that was a journey. How was your apartment hunting for you? It was. Cause my I never felt stressed, but I was I was just like, this is irritating. I just want to get this over. With. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That's exactly what it was. And so for me, I kind of procrastinated a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had made some calls and stuff like that. I had gone to a like one or two apartments where it's like, okay, I mean, I I don't really know what I'm looking at or yeah. looking for. It's a very unfamiliar process. And um, the date approaches, and it's like, I think a lot of it was my anxiety over the application process because mm-hmm. my credit is shit, and right. I don't have an extensive renting history. So uh-huh. it's like, I don't know what I'm going to end up getting. Uh, and I'm looking around, and... Actually, it was one of the first places that that I had looked at, um, and I think that was close to, like, November 25th or something like that, Mm -hmm. maybe uh, 24th. Yeah. I had uh, gotten a hold of them, and, like, I'd really like to move in by, oh, that's what it was. I had been asking timelines, because no one had, like, a December 1st move in. That was the issue that I kept having over and over again. It's like, well, New Year, New Year, New Year, or, like, other random dates. Um, and so I found this place and simultaneously I found another place that was looking for an immediate move in that was on Trulio. I don't know if you've, oh, yeah, yeah, I you've heard that, of that yeah. site. My sister recommended it to me and, um, it's a very vague listing. It, uh, they make it seem like it's in, it's another apartment or whatever. It doesn't really give any specifications. I'm like, okay, well, you know, why not check that out too? And just, 
I, during the week before December 1st, I was just going to do a blitz and mm-hmm. just go to a bunch of apartments and see what, what stuck. End up, uh, this is the first one that I visit uh, in that series of ones. I end up, uh, I start driving, and suddenly I realize, like, I'm not heading towards areas that are populated with apartments, right? It's more, like, rural, uh-huh. like, rural roads with, like, single-floor single, single floor houses. Yeah. And I'm driving through this, and I realize this Trulio listing was to, like, live in the basement of someone's house. <laughs> so... And it's pitch black. There's no, it's like, it's kind of like a country road, some, but it's only maybe 10 minutes away from my work um, on, on yeah. the right side of the river. So I get there, and it's this couple that, uh, this African-American woman and this white guy who, I don't know what the women, woman did, like, job-wise. Yeah. I didn't really talk with her, but the husband or the, the spouse or whatever, um was like showing me around and it was one of the more surreal experiences because he's like you know we just wanted to fix this up we thought we'd uh, give you know give somebody a, a good home who was looking to get back on their feet kind of thing uh, yeah. you know make a little money on the side so oh we we really just hope that this is going to be a good home for someone but then he starts saying like so you know we're we're, we're kind of flexible we're cool like if you guys if you want to if you want to stay to yourself like that's okay if if you want to have a barbecue with us or or cook something like together yeah. we can always do that too uh I'll you know sometimes my daughters are around uh, they'll they'll come by the house but I don't think they'll be here too often yeah. but you know just just to give you a heads up they kind of they're all over the place and um you know and and so it was just going on. I'm like this is my god no like this is <laughs> They seem like very nice people, uh, yeah. and and I'm sure they're meaning as well. But I just I have been living in a communal type setting, yeah, for basically my entire life, except yeah. for that that right? small period of like a year and a half when I had the apartment with Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time that I haven't been in communal living. I'm tired of communal. Right. Living. I want my own place. That's how I was. My thing was like I'm not living with anybody. I'm not living with it. And so here I'm just like wow. Well, that was a great start to it. <laughs> And so the next day, uh, I ended up uh, checking out the place that I ultimately decided on, and it was by the airport. Um, it was, and that's the other thing too, along with the, uh, along with the move-in date of just like January first being the pre- predominant one, mm-hmm. it there were not very inexpensive places around okay. where I was looking. I know you you had said something like, you know, a, a typical price where you are, maybe like 1300 yeah. or whatever. Um, that is kind of, that's a, that's a pretty average rate really? for the area where I work in, in suburban Minneapolis. Okay. It's like between 1100 and 1300 is pretty average. And here, like, I... Do not like that would not cover that would be that would be fifty percent of my income. yeah and yeah, I'm not yeah. like I can't do that I just can't uh, so I'm trying to find find a place that's under a thousand like just give me a place that that's seems under 1, so expensive for Minneapolis mm-hmm. for like they're ta- the way they tax things like there's no sales tax but their property taxes are just through the roof like, really it's astronomically expensive to live like own a own a place in Minneapolis yeah. Um, at least in certain areas, like yeah. nicer areas. 
So, yeah, it's I, I ended up finding a place that was a little further away, um, maybe a 25-minute drive or something yeah. like that. And um, it was under 1,000. And good. it was, there's a lot of space. It's a it's a one bedroom, so it's awesome. It's yeah, to get a one bedroom for under a thousand with probably more space than I know what to do with. Yeah. Um, it's not like extravagant or anything like that, but it's it's a third floor, so I'm I'm at the top of a yeah. three floor building. Walls are kind of thin. You can you can kind of hear the air, airplanes going over on a regular yeah. basis. I don't mind that. It's not really an issue yeah. for me. But um, yeah, it's it's. Hallways smell funky too because there's no ventilation. So <laughs> the uh, the the in my in my complex there are there are four buildings, right? You walk in through this gate in between the first two buildings where the street is, and then directly behind those two buildings are another two buildings that are just two stories high. And uh, I'm on the second floor, and I'm on the first the first apartment once you get to the second floor the re- one of the rear buildings and it's funny cuz they have the windows open in all the buildings and then they've got they got like a fan in it okay but yeah. the fan is so funky like you can tell there's just all this like dust and grime that's built up on oh, it oh okay yeah so i'm just like you know what like i'm about to go to the store get a, the same fan for like 12 bucks and just so it looks clean just so it looks nice you yes. know cuz i mean there's i've never there's nothing with my apartment where I'm like, this is questionable or this is weird. But that's the only thing where I was like, hmm, that, that's interesting. Because I was very surprised when I moved in, when I saw the the apartment, I, looked, I saw the carpet. I'm like, is this brand new carpet? I'm thinking. And I think Dave had mentioned it one time. But the, I, when I moved in, I don't know if they do this for every apartment once someone moves out. You know, if they completely redo the carpet, the carpet was completely brand new. Wow. When I moved in, there's still, when you get new carpet, there's still those tiny little fibers, mm-hmm. you know, that are just kind of littered around the ground, you know, the little tiny ones. So I got brand new carpet. It was freshly painted, and it smelled also like some other work was done, like maybe with the cabinets or something weird like that. Okay. So when I walked into this place and I saw it, and I walked through the garden to get there and everything. I was like, I have to have this place. And the fact that it was uh, an affordable place in L.A., in the heart of Hollywood, like, fucking amazing location. I just still couldn't believe, like, how it just, like, fell in my lap. Like, perfect location and great price, fresh carpet, new paint. It's heated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You get all this stuff in return. The only thing is there's no oven. No, so I'm, whatever, because I realized, I'm like, whatever. And this is a studio, right? Yeah, this okay. is a studio. So I have, like, a convent, I have a little, uh, what's it called, the little mini ovens? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Toaster uh, oven. Toast, oh, toaster, toaster oven. oven. Okay. Yeah, toaster oven, and I do have a stove top, which is nice, like yeah. a real stove top. Okay. The fact that I don't have a, an oven, whatever, because I thought about, I was like, the only time I ever use an oven is when I make a frozen pizza. That's yeah. really the yeah. only time I ever use one. Yeah, that's so, true. refrigerator is perfectly fine. It's not like nasty or weird or anything. Okay. And like the bat, you'll you'll see it. But I have like a, the bathroom seems, too. It's large for a studio. Okay. It's weird. It's like this is too much bathroom for me. Okay. It's, yeah. I, I feel yeah. a little feels a little luxurious. Right. Nice. Now. Hey, that's not a bad thing. But yeah, it was nice. It because before. I saw that place. I had, 
I had put a listing out on, um, and the weird thing is too, like, when you move somewhere, there are so many more places advertising a place to rent than you find online. My entire fucking neighborhood are apartment buildings, and they're all saying, like, like half of them say, like, vacant or, like, one, two bedrooms available, studios available. Yeah. And none of these places were online. Yeah. So all you got to do if you ever move somewhere, like, go there for a few days, walk around the neighborhood, and just make a list of places that you see. Mm-hmm. And so when I was waiting, I was I was like, shit, I might have to live with someone for a month or two before I can find this, because I did not want to do another Airbnb. No. And so I put a listing on Craigslist, like, single, straight male looking for roommate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I saw this one place, and I was like, I really don't want to fucking live here. I really don't want to live with anybody except um, just live by myself. But I know. It all worked out. I mean, dude, I, I felt the same way. And the place, like, they they hustled to get me in, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. So I literally, it came down to December 1 when we just had this awful snowstorm yeah. that, that just hit. Um ended up getting in and they made it work like it was it was a process but it like i was able to get that all wrapped up in the course of like five business days maybe less that's awesome because i feel like too i was telling you in the car how one is just a pain in the butt to um gather information online because i was telling you how yeah like some telephone numbers just ring and ring and ring and you leave a message and maybe they call you back maybe they don't if you happen to recontact somebody like, oh, this listing is expired, or I haven't figured out how to take it down, we don't have space, and then you go through all that crap, and then you do find a place that you can go look at, you go see it, and the place I saw was, like, subpar, didn't even have a real sink, Yeah. you know what I'm saying, it was like, eh, a little questionable, and they even were like, oh, we'll knock down your rent, I'm like, no, bro, I'd rather spend more money on a, on a nice place, <laughs> and my mom was telling me when she bought her townhouse, um, she was like, you know, it was a little more expensive than I wanted, but I just wanted this process to be over, and I really liked it. And you need to be excited. You want to look forward to coming home. Yo, totally. You don't want to live in a place that's subpar and just like, I don't even want to be in my own apartment. Yeah, absolutely. So it just all worked out because I only saw one place, and I passed on it, the place without the kitchen sink. And, it, and um, then I saw the place I'm living at now, and it almost reminded me of, uh, like, if you're... If you're going through, like, job applications and you apply to, like, 100 places and then Mm -hmm. you interview at, like, five places Mm -hmm. and only one place offers you a position Mm -hmm. and it's like, shit, this worked out pretty well. Yes. You know? Except my scenario was, like, I saw two places (laughs) and I just stuck with one. All the other places, no one would call me back or there was, like, something funky or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there were complications. That's so funny. But I have to tell you, dude. I feel the best that I have felt in years. Yeah. I mean, this really was like a last little brick that needed to be put in there for me to be rocking and rolling again into the new year. Because... I found that, too, once I moved there, I have this... I mean, I had a list of, like, basic things to get. You know, like pots and pans and silverware and my bed and a table. And then as time goes on, like there's all these little things there's like this never ending list of things that I, I feel I just need to continue to buy things yep. like a drying rack and a drying mat and then I need uh, the little rugs for the bathroom you know what I'm saying and oh there's a shower head I need to buy a shower head Curt- shower curtains like, 
kitchen towel and like just like toilet paper toilet paper (laughs) disinfectant wipes like all these little things just like wine glasses yeah i i had someone over the other night and we were drinking wine out of coffee mugs nice (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's awesome you know coffee mugs it's like do what you gotta do never ending list of things i just gotta keep Fine. Yeah. See, I have. I'm actually pretty furnished. I'm. I pretty much have everything that a adult should, yeah. should have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you would think. Yeah. Um, got some gl- uh, some like beer glasses for my nice. sister too, which like are for the different styles of beers. Oh, that's that would, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, yeah, it is crazy though how those little things you just realize that you're missing like a particular cleaner or like. Um, you know, a towel that could be used for like. It's a, like a can opener. A can, a can opener. opener. Yeah. Seriously, like. It's only until you have a can that you can't open that you yeah. realize, oh shit, I yeah. need a can opener. I, can opener. I, I have to say though, I didn't, I did not have a can opener for the first week that I would moved in, and we had had at the office um, like a potluck thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, in my head, not really thinking about this, I'm like, I'll do my white chicken chili, whatever, yeah. which is chicken, beans, corn, um, rotel, uh, cream cheese, like yeah. that sort of stuff, and. Uh, and so I get everything from the grocery store, and I'm like, oh, I'll just you know throw it in the crock pot in the morning because it'll take four, four, <laughs> four to six hours. Yeah. I wake up, <laughs> I'm staring at all the cans before me, and I'm yeah, like, well, shit, I don't have a can opener. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I mean, I bought this stuff, I gotta make it. Like, I'm gonna make this work. So I ended up using my brother. <laughs> my brother got me this like steak knife rack with like all these different knives in it and stuff like no that. No way. And so in there yeah. I was a pair of like industrial meat scissors or whatever. Okay. And so I'm like I know I know the gods of cooking would would throw me into yeah. hell if they saw me doing this, but I used the scissors wow to literally cut around oh the cans and I managed to do it without like gouging myself yeah. on sharp pieces of aluminum wow so yeah it worked I made it work uh, I was a little late to work that day it's funny that you mentioned the cook the knives because I bought knives and I saw I was like oh I'm gonna get like a nice knife set so I buy this set and usually what I do is I just use like a we have like these little these smaller steak knives and I just use a steak knife to cut everything and I'm using, like, a steak knife, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I have all these knives to pick from. And I'm like, I take one of them out, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> Santoku knife, this looks pretty cool. And I cut, like, a piece of fruit, I'm just like, I stop, and I put it down, and I'm just looking, I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, wow. I, wow, this is a Game changer. This is a game, game changer. changer. The Santoku knife, I'm like, this just, oh my goodness, it's like a laser, like, hot knife through butter. That's this awesome. thing is just going through the fruit. It's like this is amazing, and then what I do is I'm I'm cutting the orange for my blue moon, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember like I was at a bar the other day, and you know I had like an old fashioned, and they have the little orange peel, and they twist it, and they you know drop it in. Like, I'm gonna do that. I'm like, wait a minute, if I recall correctly, I believe this knife knife uh, set has what they call a uh, has a paring knife. It looks like it can be used to fillet things and so i had an orange like a quarter of an orange and i lay this and i eat the orange but i lay this motherfucker down and i take the paring knife Ooh, mm. baby i just mm. fillet this motherfucker <laughs> and then i twist it and drop it in and i'm, and I'm just like i'm feeling a little fancy right now <laughs> and then what i did was the next day i took the same quarter slice and i cut it 
down the middle, and so you have two pieces, like a letter V. Yeah. And then I, like, twisted them, and I curled them, and I stuck the pieces into a little horizontal slit that I made. And now I'm like, oh, I'm feeling extra fancy right now. <laughs> oh, my God. So now I'm, I'm feeling like a world-class chef because I got this stupid knife set with a paring knife, and orange I'm just bay. filleting yeah. the orange for my blue moon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. You you really have acclimated to LA well. <laughs> but it was funny because then I'm at my uh, mom's the other day and uh, I'm drinking a Blue Moon and I didn't have an orange with it. I just had the Blue Moon. And I said, like, you know what? It's just it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the that's same. Right. The luxury. Yeah. Oh, but it was pretty nice. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, are you? Then you were able to transfer the transfer to Aldi yeah. there without any issues, right? Right. And, and you just started working right. right away. Yeah, so let me get you started. Let me... Oh, man. Yeah, I, I feel this. like there's a lot of a lot of backstory in yeah, here we go with this, this journey. I transfer there, and this store, for whatever... It's a newer store. It's slightly, slightly bigger than the one in Glen Ellen, and uh, for whatever reason, dude, I found out very quickly, they just... They are not... Things do not operate the way they should. Like, I did not realize, my manager Karen in Glen Ellen told me like, you'll realize when you go to other stores, like they don't run efficiently as this store does. And obviously because Glen Ellen's real affluent, one of the presidents mm-hmm. of the company in the entire country yeah. lives in Glen Ellen. And like, we just run, it's just like clockwork in Glen Ellen. Shit just operates so well. And I'm sure in the district in Wheaton too, it's like the same thing. Well, it is, because I used to work there too. But this one that I'm at right now, when I was talking to people, they're like, oh, yeah, like, we're here until at least, at least 10.30, 11 o'clock when we're closing, sometimes midnight, maybe even 1 o'clock. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? There is no reason to ever leave the store past 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. No reason. There, there are a few exceptions. If for whatever reason you just kind of fall behind, someone calls off, Maybe 10.30. There's one night a week where you have to do price changes where it's normal to leave at 10.30. But on any given night, if you leave at 10.30, that's late. It's acceptable, but it's it's late, and it happens on a rare occasion, mm-hmm. you know? But usually we're out the door at between 9.45 and 10 o'clock. Okay. Right? This place, 10 o'clock, that's early. 11 o'clock is, like, the norm. I was there one night till 1 o'clock. I had one week where I, where I closed every fucking night. And I was going nuts. The other thing, too, is, like, at this store, there's the store manager, and then there's four managers in training. So there's four individuals that are training to become a store manager. Yeah. And then there's myself and another shift manager, and then there's, like, three associates. So what that means is I'm spending a lot more time on the register than I ever fucking did here in Glen Ellen, right? Because what happens is you have... um, there's too many managers. Mm-hmm. So those managers are going to be spending time on the register. Usually in Glenelg, it's just there's four managers and all everyone else is an associate. So as a manager, you never are on the register unless it's an absolute necessity, right? Yep. So not only am I staying at this motherfucking place until 11 o'clock midnight, but I'm also spending like two or three hours on the register, at least two hours probably every time that I'm there, right? The other thing was they don't consult like when you have the produce pallets in the morning when you're done working the load as a manager, you work your fucking ass off 
to get everything consolidated. So mm-hmm. instead of seven pallets, you have three yep. or three and a half. And they don't do that there. So I'm walking into this place like, what the fuck is going on? Why aren't you operating the way that you should? Mm-hmm. I need to get the fuck out of here because this is driving me nuts. So I came to the conclusion that it served its purpose. Yes. It has served its purpose. It, it, it was five minutes away from my house here in Glen Ellen. Love everyone from Glen Ellen. Great experience there. Obviously, you deal with bullshit, but overall, great experience. Come to Alhambra. Uh, questionable. But I had a job upon coming here. I, it was able to provide me with pay stubs and a transfer letter to get my apartment. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And um, and now I'm just like, you know what? It served its purpose. I need to get another job. What's yeah. nice is like I'm not like... I don't go into work right now in California, like, hating work. Okay. It's just, like, it's just now on the radar, like, okay, if I get another gig by, like, March, that would be cool. Just to be in, because this is in Alhambra, this is in, like, in traffic, it could could take, like, 45 minutes to get there. What? Which, in my mind, I'm cool as a cucumber, because I'm in California, and it's warm outside. Yeah. But I don't want to get to the point where I fucking hate my commute and hate my job. So, mm-hmm. I am right now looking for... Well, you got to settle in, man. Yeah, gotta, I'm settled. Like, yes, yes, you, yes. You gotta I'm totally settled. Acclimate, and then... I am settled now, so now the next 2019 move, is yeah. going to be Next move searching. is another gig. Oh, so... so and like, the other thing, too, is, like, I'm, I'm longing for routine, mm-hmm. right? Because this shit where it's, like, work from it. 2 to midnight, nope. and then sometimes you work from 6... It's, like, now it's, like, okay, I need a routine where I'm just somewhere every day from the same time for the most part and I can have my weekends off and I can have my holidays off. Yep. The other kicker is this, bro. As a result of their be the four managers in training, right? Mm. Every time they show up to work, they are getting paid as a manager in training. Yeah. In Glen Ellen, every time I show up to work, I get paid as a shift manager. With the exception every like a couple times it'll be like one or two associate shifts which means they're paying me less to do essentially the same thing. Yes. And um, Karen would always last minute be like, I changed it to ship manager because of the way they have to work the budget and everything. You know what I'm saying? And here, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, Why am I only scheduled one shift manager shift this week and the rest are associate? Since I've gotten there, bro, I've never clocked in as an associate. I've always clocked in the shift manager because I'm not fucking taking a 40 like a 40 percent cut for doing essentially the same that's shit that's insane no even if i did dip even if i even if i didn't do the manager's shit even if i was just only as, did associate stuff and i didn't turn my key or do whatever you know what i'm saying i'm still dealing with bullshit and i'm not putting up with that for the associate pay yeah. you know <laughs> they're gonna find that shit out eventually you know what i'm saying <laughs> eventually oh, so they don't know event- no they don't know i've been clocking in as a manager every fucking time that's awesome so eventually they're gonna it's gonna come to their radar like wait a minute yeah, he's been clocking in and what's gonna happen is they're either gonna talk to me and make me um i'm gonna play dumb and they're gonna make me clocking as associate and i'll be made aware of it or they're i'm gonna get fired so that's another reason why I got to jump ship and yeah, you know, <laughs> <So> <laughs> fire right now. Right? Yeah, fuck with their budget, man. You never know yeah. what will happen. Yeah. So <laughs> wow, that is epic. We'll see. Play, just play dumb. Play dumb. And it was funny because the other day, this guy's like, "Oh, hey, the this other district manager was there." And she's like, 
the guy told me, he's like, oh, so-and-so wants to talk to you in the office about wages. I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, oh, I was yeah. Like, I knew they'd ca- catch on. I didn't think they were going to catch on this quick. Seriously. But, so I go in there. I'm planning this out in my head. Like, how should I do it? I'm like, be aloof. That's the best. Thing. Plead ignorance. That's the best route as opposed to, I know I'm supposed to be an associate, but no. Plead ignorance. Be aloof. I go in there, and they just had to talk about, like, um, wage increases for okay. 2019, yeah. and that was it. Walked out of that alive. <laughs> yeah, right. Anxiety. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have to say, man, having having a steady nine to five, well, eight to five job yeah. is, oh my god, like, I and I enjoy going to work too. Yeah. Like, I love what I do. Um, and and there's a new round of hires coming up. Yeah. In January, so I could be looking at mo- moving from contracting to an actual That's employee. Good. Yeah. This company, and it's like this is a this is a legit company this yeah. is one of the better it's a global company right it's it's global yeah basf is although we're going through these like sale negotiations where they're going to be selling off the construction systems uh division which is the one that, that i work at so we're probably not going to be basf for much longer um but regardless like yeah everyone i can't tell you i heard maybe a dozen times from different people you need to you need to get hired as an employee because of the benefits. You need to get hired yeah. because of uh, the benefits. And it's like there is something like four weeks vacation a year. Um, there's like three, two or three weeks, maybe four of paternity leave, like oh, six nice. weeks of maternity leave, and so there. I and the wait medical maternity or. Paternity. Paternity. The oh, father, six weeks the, paternity. Okay. No, no, maternity. Six weeks maternity, like four weeks paternity. So if that's you're, like nothing. If you're for a father, mom. six weeks. I don't know what uh, whatever the standard is. Yeah. It's the standard, or better than the standard. In my personal opinion, I it's got to be at least like three months. I, that's me. Yeah. You're a little baby, and after six weeks, you what are you gonna do with the baby? Unless you have grandparent or parents. No. Yeah. Parents I, die, whatever. It's whatever it is. I, I I don't know what it. Maybe it's six because months. Because when I or saw Perry. Like she is just right now um she quit her job and she's just taking care of her kid with and her husband is working full time has his own business and when i was at their house like she's and her baby is like six months old she's breastfeeding little baby ford like every 30 minutes yeah like you know what i mean like um, you need no, to solely focus on the kid I, for a long time before i think i was confusing weeks with months okay yeah okay <laughs> anyway we're so, on this tangent Continue. no it, it's totally good so yeah i mean basically it's been one of those things where i um yeah i i just i love the people i, I work with like which is a huge thing yeah i love what i do which basically to sum it up is solving people's problems yeah like so, so solving fellow colleagues problems which is just awesome because you get to like learn the ins and outs of a very complicated system yeah um so it's very technical it's very um like a lot of investigative work okay and uh and it's just it's a blast i love going in every day the time flies to I can't I mean I can never get over how like I just don't have enough hours in the day to get everything yeah. done but I'm like simultaneously working on maybe six to eight different projects at any given time um, it's fun it's great nice it's good to hear yeah everything coming together it's been I, I was thinking about this a lot this weekend with uh, the end of the year coming up just so much has happened man yeah so like I mean, for me, like, moving to Minnesota, getting a car, getting an apartment, mm-hmm. getting a job, like, all that stuff, going through the lawsuit with Ray, yeah. like, 
all the shit has gone down this year. Like, so much stuff. So much stuff. I, um, was listening to our podcast, like, our, I, I think I listened to the first, like, 15 episodes. Yeah, me too! I was listening and to And I'm listening well. to these, I'm just like, I, com- I totally remember the conversations, but I'm like, I cannot believe that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like, what? And I got really excited because the, the Tale of Two Travels Part Two, when you're talking, <laughs> when you're talking about your dad in Florida and the family, and I was laughing my ass off just as hard. But it was just like all these episodes. I remember all of them. I remember taping all of them in the conversations. It's but it's still like, I can't believe it was so. It wasn't that long ago, but it's like in my brain, it felt like a long time. It ago. really did. Yeah, like on uh, on Thanksgiving when I was driving to and from Chicago, uh, I listened to a couple of those that were the same time yeah. last year, and I'm like, because you know we didn't have anything new coming out. And uh, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe all this was like a year ago. Yeah. Um, that was that was around the time when I had had uh, the I won the suit against the credit uh, the collection agency. Yeah. It was like a week before my birthday that that we that had aired the, the episode wow. that episode of uh, Let's Play Ball. <clears throat> yeah. Which still like I listened to that one again. I'm just like. Oh. Yeah, it does. That's that's the annoying thing too. Maybe if I put it on like Do Not Disturb, I just get so many spam. Like on calls. airplane mode. Okay, get this. Like it's so, just insane. Get this. So when I changed my telephone number back in August, all this out of nowhere, I just started getting all these spam telephone calls. I was like, what the fuck? Like how? I thought it was just me, but someone had told me that regulation. That on, there's on less the regulation, yes. so now people are getting all these fucking dumbass phone calls. Which makes me feel a little better because I thought it was just me. I just thought I got I got a shitty telephone number. You know no, what I'm saying? But man. I guess it's everybody. It's insane. On any on any given day, you know the minimum do? is three. And you know what I've done? I've called them back, and it, it but it just goes to a voicemail. Like, it, but it, I feel shitty because then I'm thinking like, wait a minute, <clears throat> is something weird going on? Where like, is someone getting a spam phone call and my telephone number is popping up? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Right. That, that is possible. So then I'm thinking like, wait a minute, am I blocking numbers? Or some somehow in the future years, I could be getting a phone call, an important phone call from somebody, and it's getting blocked because that telephone number was was uh, used to mask yeah. some spam yep. phone call. Yep. But mine has decreased, dude. I got like, I would get like six to eight phone calls a day. Yep. And now, I go a few. I will sometimes go a whole day without getting one. And oh, now okay. it's down to like one or two yep. in a day. And I can go, usually, I can go maybe a couple of days without getting one. So it's gotten way better. But it was so annoying before. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm, the same thing, too. I mean, it, there was this fluctuation period where it was just, like, within an hour, there were, like, three phone calls from different numbers that were, like, spaced out or whatever. And it was it was up to, like, eight a day. Yeah. And then now now it's probably minimum two a day. And I, I picked one of them up. And I was like, hello. And, of course, it's like... Probably it's some guy probably from like India or Pakistan calling me, mm-hmm. and I'm like hello. He's like, oh hello, are you you know calling to uh, improve your credit score, and I'm like no, I'm calling because uh, stop calling me. And he's like, oh, okay, let me get you someone who can do that. And then he starts sounding and then he starts sounding confused, and then he just hung up. <laughs> yeah, that's like all right, I tried. That's ridiculous, but. Um... But yeah. What, what 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 were we saying? I was uh, telephone calls. Oh no, we were talking about um, podcast. Yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. So 
just to think, you know, listening last year, all this shit was going on, and I was like, I mean, even in the start of the new year, I think, too, I mean, for me anyway, I had no sort of, I think I'd floated out there, because that was around the time I was visiting Minneapolis, too. Yeah. They were like, come up and, and live here. Yeah, because you were supposed to go out there in February, and then March, and then April, and then Yeah, then I kept May. getting pushed yeah. back until it was like May or something like that. And that was around the same time that I was going out to the East Coast, too. Right. Oh, yeah, I got ordained this year, too. So, yeah. 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 Lots happened. Lots happened. So, yeah, just, I love, and I love, too, how just some of those episodes are just timeless. Yeah. I just really, if you, if you need a good laugh or whatever, I'm, yeah. I always search through. And the descriptions, too, because I didn't, there were some of the descriptions for episodes that I didn't read them. Like, oh, you just, really? You just went hog wild on some of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you could, I, it was clear that, that we were, like, crunched for time. And just yeah. Just, like, get it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea with this description what we talked about at all. <laughs> right. I, li- I realized, too, um, with some of the, eps- in the beginning episodes, even though we are just talking and having a conversation, it was funny because I could detect... It's like, oh, I think there's a, a, a mild lull here in the conversation. And then there's somewhere I'm just like, what are you talking about, Victor? Like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. So I was thinking that it's like, even though we're just like hanging out and talking, like listening back, and it's kind of similar with like the 100 days, the um, race to 100, race to 100 yeah. like the improvement that you make in just like delivering uh, entertainment in a short amount of time rather than Concisely, like, oh, not rambling. What like, are we doing now? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd also spent some time looking at our old straight up. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. I did. I couldn't find that video, and I think it's still private, of Neil's outtakes of... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yeah. I forget exactly uh, what that was. I was, yeah. My favorite, though, is there was one episode in the beginning where, for the stream of thought, where... You you do the intro, and I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty good intro. And then you're like, da 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 da, yeah. And uh, I just I would like to do this over again. This, and I'm like, yeah, what are you talking that about? The, that <laughs> was the episode we decided on the name Stream of Thought, I believe. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's fine. No, no, we got to do it over. No, we're leaving. We're no, leaving we're, it. No, we're doing it. No, we're leaving it. And then it just goes straight into the episode. <laughs> yeah, the, it was it was funny listening to the first like couple where yeah. we're. Deciding on a name. The names, I, I felt like that's something that I wish that I had listened to before we uh, taped episode 115, because I'm like, we went through, like, we were calling it literally something else it for, was, like, uh, three episodes. So what was the one? It was the th- three wise guys. Or three, I, what, three, no, three what was it, uh, Thug, Bla- Thug, what was uh, Yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was, um. <laughs> something with Thug, yeah. Glenn Allen dogs or something i don't know <laughs> yeah. what it was it was funny though yeah but the, the other one too was like i think it was like episode five where you're like really are you printing something right now Ugh, the printer's going off <laughs> like you can't hear the printer and in the in the thing you can't hear the printer. <laughs> and when you're listening to the episode you can't hear the printer at all <laughs> oh well and then the sound issues too yeah that was an ongoing battle i feel like yeah. for, for oh. a period of time we, was... we've always had issues with sound but yeah, it's crazy to see like the studio now is just—it's empty. It, it's it's emptying out. Um, yeah, there a lot of space. were bookshelves over in the corner, half of which now reside in my new apartment. No way. Yeah, not oh. the not the books, just the shelves. Oh, the bookshelves. Okay. Yeah, the shelf, what happened yeah. with all the books? Your mom just throwing them out. My mom's purging That's um, good. our books slowly but surely. So yeah, the uh, the computer's still there, but none of our none of our recording equipment, which really took up basically the entire yeah. 
And when we had a TV over on this wall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It feels very open right now. It does. I mean, this this served us well. I don't I don't know. And because she's going to be working through probably the end of 2019 here, yeah. um, we may still have another chance to record another episode or two if uh, we're both back in town. So um, next time I plan on being back is in the spring. Yeah, I kind of late, figured. Late spring, early summer. I probably won't be back until there's a three-day weekend or... Right, or Memorial Day. Memorial like Day, that. so... Um, yeah, maybe we can coordinate and figure that out. Absolutely. But, so yeah, Neil, uh, we can we can talk about Neil. I don't know. Yeah, he's, for sure. he's surviving. Are what? you? What? No, go on. I no. What were you gonna say? Because like you seem you seem a, like mellow. You see, you seem kind of like I was. I I feel a little talked out. (laughs) Dude, I want to keep going. I want to just like make this like a four part episode, but I am like after you can like only talk so much. Even after a while, when I go on like a ten minute rant, I'm just like, I kind of wish I didn't talk that long. But there was so much information that I had to just spew out into the (laughs) every piece of information all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I totally understand that. I mean, it's just been one of those. If only we had more time where we can even meet up later tonight to record again. I but know. Unfortunately, I'll be going back to the airport. And I'm. Oh. Yeah. You want to something real funny though, real quick? When we were looking at flights, my mom's like, "Oh, maybe you can take Southwest." And immediately, I text her back. I'm like, "I I texted her, I fucking hate Southwest <laughs> and I fucking hate Midway." Oh. She's like, "Why?" Oh. Really? And like, I just do. <laughs> I'm fine yes. in and out of O'Hare. <clears throat> Midway and Southwest is not an option. Yeah. I am very familiar with your hatred of Southwest. I can't Southwest. remember though if I listened to that and episode. Midway. But it's funny because when I listen to those ep- some of those episodes, I'm like, I didn't know if that this conversation felt so recent. I had no idea this is like the fourth episode. Like, you know? Yeah. Some well, way. but yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> and, uh,. Because, I mean, dude, like, I've just, in so many different ways, I mean, with all the stuff that's been happening, I feel like, in both of our lives, I've just been, like, I wonder, like, I wonder what Victor, like, crazy adventure Victor's on right yeah. now. Yeah, it's just, um, it's hard because, like, I can't podcast by myself, but there's so much information that I just need to process. And process like, and just, uh... And I can feel like myself getting rustier not doing this on, really? uh, on a weekly basis. I mean, just yeah. in social interactions or whatever. Yeah. I felt like this was just a great breeding ground for oh, yeah. my ability to communicate a little more effectively. And now it's like, oh man, I kind of feel that social awkwardness yeah. kind of creeping in a little more than it, it did while we were in the throes of this. Oh, speaking of awkwardness, I'll I'll fill this in real fast. But um, so when I uh, when I went when I got to LA, the first time I went out was like the night that I got to LA. I went out and it was great. And uh, I hadn't really gone out until like. A week or two ago, and uh, I we go out, we go to this holiday party at a hotel that my friend got invited to, and it was fun. And uh, then we're like, oh, where should we go next? And they're like, oh, let's go to, let's go to this one bar. I'm like, okay, I'm totally down. And we go to the bar, and I give the guy my ID before we walk into the bar, and he gives it back to me. I'm looking down at my ID in my wallet as I'm walking in, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm taking some steps. I'm putting the ID in my my wallet. I literally took like four or five steps. I put the wallet in my pocket. I look up, what the fuck is this? I see 
No joke, bro. Guys dancing on tables. I'm in a gay bar. <laughs> I see, I see guys, right? And and I and I and I say this, I say this in as a heterosexual manner as I possibly can. And I see these guys. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta work out a little bit more to get like this, guy, right? And I see them, and they're playing like club music, and they're dancing. And no joke, I see one guy. He's got like this, like weird mask on. Like, it almost seems like a. I think it maybe had like a zipper from like the from the bottom of the throat up to the nose with like eye holes, something fucking weird. And then. I see this other guy dancing, and he's got, like, these leather straps that go around his shoulder and then across his torso, and that's it. And I'm looking, and I'm, one of the guys that I'm with who's friends, who worked with my friend is, is gay. And he's like, I tried asking them what the straps are for, and they're like, you know what the straps are for. And I'm like, no, I don't. That's why I'm asking. So I have no idea what those are for. But, and then I see this other guy on this table, but he's doing pull-ups on this bar, and then I see this other guy hanging from a bar doing pelvic thrusts, and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right wow. now? Wow. And I'm, I'm having an okay time. Like, I'm having a good time. Like, I, it, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel uncomfortable. Like, it's not like I have to leave, but it was just, I was just It so, was jarring. It was, and I was just thrown off, and my head was spinning, and I'm just like, I... I guess. Now, is that the first gay bar that you've ever been to? Uh, no. We went to a... No. No. I think I've been to, like, two. But both times that I went, I didn't know I was going into a gay bar. Okay. If I knew, I probably still would have gone. But it it was jarring. It was just... Wait, what? Yeah. What's going on? And that and, sounds like a pretty intense and, one, too. And I was there for, like... I was probably there for, like, an hour and a half before I left because I had to wake up early the next day. And it was totally fine. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't like people are like grabbing my ass or like hitting on me. You know that happened one time at a gay bar, which is why I'm like very apprehensive because like I don't want people grabbing my ass and I don't want people hitting on me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because totally. even when you tell them you're, you're straight, their response is, "Oh, I can change that." And I'm like, uh, "No, you can't." But <laughs> you're welcome to think that. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. It was. But when I when that happened, I was like, I got to talk about this oh podcast. thank you oh that was delightful yeah because oh i was with, I was with kyle oh okay. i was with kyle yeah. because we were with he was the one that suggested we go there because i think his well his co-worker was gay and wanted to go there and then one of the other co-workers who's a fe- who's female liked going there and kyle was perfectly comfortable going so they just went and i was like yeah i'm i'm down for anything i'm in la and i've never really been out so yeah let's go to the abbey for sure let's go I get there. Okay, this is. I got. I need a heads up next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll go, but I need a yeah, heads up. Yeah, so that you can wear your. Track, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So okay. So I'm assuming that's the, probably the craziest uh, night out that. You I've really only like. gone out like two or three times. I really haven't gone out. Where does like where does your acting uh, future play in all this? Like? I'm actually meeting with someone on Saturday uh, to potentially start classes. Uh, after New Year's. Okay, so you're looking at taking classes somewhere. Yeah, in so now that it's New Year's, now that it'll be 2019 soon, I'll be taking classes somewhere for sure. Okay. Because I need to have that uh, going on. That's the other reason why I wanted to just not be at Aldi, because I, I, 
a normal Monday oh, through Friday, yeah. nine to five would be more conducive yes. to what I'm trying to do. For example, like, because taking class, I mean, they offer classes during the day, but it's like, if I just had the same schedule every day, it'd be so much easier to plan my life and everything and do like improv at night, like op- like improv jams or open mic night or taking classes or doing like theater. Like it's just so much easier to have every night available to do something rather than like this week, maybe I'm working every night and this week, maybe I'm not. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's because that's, that's so intense that you get to do that in, in L.A. Yeah. Like who knows what will happen in yeah. 2019 when you start yeah. to put yourself out there in that world. Yeah, for sure. That is, because I mean, you hear too all the stories between the people who have like struggled for twenty years trying to make yeah. something, and then others who are discovered within weeks of like moving yeah. to a new place. Well, it's it's not even like too. Um, I mean, struggling is like a loose word term because I know like some people, yeah, they struggle. It's like hard to make money and make it a regular thing, but like. Some people make a living out of it, and then, but they just don't become a national name yes. until 20 years later. Yes, you know that's what I'm true. saying. Like true. they could be living a very comfortable life and know a lot of people in the industry, but they're just not exposed to the rest of the country, you know, on television or in movies until you know 15 or 20 years. But yeah, uh, I don't. Ex- it's I, the biggest thing I think I have going for me is like I'm not expecting anything phenomenal to happen. I'm just going along and enjoying the ride. Yeah. So let's let's give our guess as to because I'm curious in a year from now what oh, we wow. think is going to happen in 2019, like personal lives, world life, like what is our what is our predictions for this coming year? Okay. I feel like it'll be fun to listen to in a year from now. So predictions, right yeah. As we record on December 26, 2018. Predictions. I predict that in one year. I'll be working elsewhere, Monday through Friday, full time. Do you want to get more specific? And I'll be. You know, I'm gonna. I'm thinking as I'm saying okay. this. I, okay. So annoying. I'll still be working a normal person job, but I think I'll also be. I'll still be taking classes. It's hard to say if I would have. I think in a year I will have acquired just enough experience and stuff on a resume to then seek a manager an agent. I think in this year I'll get a commercial agent. It's easier to get a commercial agent. Um, and I think I'll get, I predict I'll get several jobs, you know, a handful of jobs doing, having done commercials. Um, but if I could get an agent by maybe the fall, I don't know. It's hard. I would really enjoy the opportunity to go out and audition like crazy for pilot season this time cool. next year. Because pilot season nice. is like three months of just like auditioning like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you have to have an agent to oh. set that stuff up for you. Okay. It's a completely different ball game auditioning in L.A. than it is in Chicago. I would need to get become SAG eligible. I don't know. There's so much stuff. I'm just talking about acting right now. There's yeah, so yeah. Much stuff. I don't even know. So basically have everything sort of lined up at the very least by the end of 2019 as to what you would need to yeah. make a foray into yeah, 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 yeah. season or whatever it auditioning. Take, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. Oh, by the way, I went on my first date in six years. No way. Like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How'd that go? It went Tell well. me about it. How did this, how did you meet them? How, what so happened? She, she the 411. She uh, is a coworker. Um, she's like around my age and very attractive. Okay. I mean, uh, for, like, does yoga, all that. Okay. Um, so Brooks had been nudging me to be like, why don't you ask her out for coffee or something like that? You know, like, right. you know, she's single, you're single, like why not kind of thing and for the longest time i was just like okay i'm focusing on putting my life together like just start a new job still living at brooks and angie's haven't found a place yet um just got a car like recently too yeah um clearing a lot of my past away so real quick i want you to interject yeah and i was thinking about you the other day because i was when i was thinking i was like i'm in la versus in minneapolis he's got his apartment he's got a car and i'm just like you know what i'm really really just really happy for Rick's. I was just like, man, I'm so happy. Like, what an amazing turn of events between now and, you know, even as early as, you know, 2013. Yeah. You know, like, man, especially the last couple of years. Oh, like, my God. I'm so happy. Continue. <laughs> well, yeah, and just on that, I will say, like, I've just been, and I had mentioned this earlier, that I've been reflecting on just all that had happened, but the other component of that is like having the people in my life that I did for that, that hellish period of, you know, four years, five years, whatever. I'm like every single relationship that I had sort of shaped, you know, the universe conspiring to place me where I am in this particular moment. And it's like, I'm just so blessed. Like, I I don't say that casually, but I feel blessed. Dude, I was thinking about that the other day. And how people fucking hashtag blessed. And I'm like, you guys, it just, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. But I took a moment the other day and I was reflecting and I was like, wow, like, I am truly blessed. Yeah. Like, I, where I'm living, what I'm doing, the people I'm meeting, and it just threw me back. Like, The wow. journey you've been on, too. Yeah. I mean, really the universe conspiring to give us yeah. joy in yeah. life right now, which is something that I just, I mean, like... I was dancing in my apartment. I was so happy really? like a week ago because it had gotten to the point where um, I had put enough of my life together that I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to ask her out on a date. And so yeah, we, yeah. Like we normally would talk during the day or whatever. She, because I do the front desk mm-hmm. occasionally, she would come up and we chat or whatever. So on this particular day, it was like a Thursday or something, Wednesday, and she comes up and we end up talking for like 45 minutes. And this is towards the end of the day too. So... 45 minutes of not doing work, like, for me, is, I mean, I like, that's not, that's not technically okay, but it, we were just talking, and it was like, we do that occasionally, and so at the end of the conversation, just like, okay, fuck it, like, we have these sort of extended conversations at work, do you want to go out and get coffee on Saturday? Like, I mean, or like, it was something to that extent, is, you know, what are you up to on Saturday? And she yeah. Said nothing. And so she said yes, and, like coffee Saturday morning and I always love I think we talked about this way back in a previous episode about um morning dates versus night dates or whatever like the morning type dates where I'm always more fascinated to see what a person is like in the morning than in the evening because I feel like whether you're hungover or whether you're like you know whatever a tired like not a morning person you tend to be a little more honest in the morning especially people who aren't morning people I feel like at night it's like, okay, I'm in date mode. Yes, and you Whereas put on in the your, morning, you're just like, hey, I'm just me. I'm me, yeah. exactly. And so I'm always preferential to that. But I'm thinking, like, 
coffee. Okay, well, that's kind of, I mean, it's about as safe as, because when are your, if you ask a colleague out on a date who you work with in the same department area. It's a different ball game. It's a different ball. It's so a you gotta, long game. you got to tread lightly. Yeah. You don't want to, like, burn any bridges, especially. You like, want to take on. your time, set up the solid foundation. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, coffee seems fine, whatever. Yeah. And, um... The the night comes, Friday night comes, and it's for Saturday morning, and I, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, God, coffee's so lame, like, because <laughs> we were we were texting back and forth as to like where where we would meet up between, yeah. between both of our places, and <laughs> she's like, well, we have like a million caribou, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm not fucking doing caribou, yeah. like that is a, like at the very least. I'm going to find an interesting or unique place. Like it's like one step place. below Starbucks. <coughs> Let's go to Starbucks. Cool. You're cool. generic. <laughs> so generic. And so I thought about it for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, you know what? Like, how do you feel about calling an audible? Let's get drinks in the morning. Let's go. Let's <laughs> wow. Serves, serves drinks. Wow. And so she, she's like, okay, where are you thinking? The best of both worlds, man. And I'm like, uh, you know, alcohol. The, yeah. little, little brunch, little, little mm-hmm. mimosas going yeah. on. And so there's this place that she went to called People's Organic. And so she gave me two options. She gave me one, which was like a, a traditional pub. And then this other one that's like People's Organic, which everything is super healthy or whatever. And like, well, I've never been to an organic restaurant. I told her that. She's like, well, yeah, yeah, I guess the pub sounds, like, safer. I'm like, no, I'm saying I love adventures. Like, let's yeah. do something Let's do something that I would not do on a normal basis. Um, and so we ended up going there, getting drinks. We uh, ended up, it was, like, two hours. That's two, great. Two-hour two date in the morning. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. Um, she's a very reserved person, though, and so I didn't really know, like, get to know too much more about her that I didn't already know. But it was fun. Like, we chatted about stuff. Uh, I filled her in on my past too. I feel yeah. like I'm, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna ask someone on a date, I'll I'll be upfront with like the baggage that I carry. Yeah. So my question was like, what do you know about me? Like, because I'm I'm curious. I'm like, what do you know about me? And she didn't know I was divorced, so that was interesting. Wow. Which um, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's. And then told her that I was a re- recovering compulsive gambler as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, if if it scares someone away, then fine. Like, they're not meant for me kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. Um, and if they can accept it, then good. Like, that's that's who, who I was yeah. and part of my, my own personal story. So, yeah, and uh, I don't know if there's going to be a second date uh, anytime in the near future. It was good, though. I mean, possibilities there. But, um, yeah, it was – I felt so good taking that first step after the relationship that I had in the past – I never, like, I was just like, I'll just be single the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, up, until, yeah, yeah. up until even recently. And I was like, okay, like, this is about, this is about as easy of a baby step into getting back into, <laughs> uh, getting back into that mode as, yeah. as possible. And, I mean, so for me, yeah, I guess 20, 2019, um, one of the things that I would like by the end of the year is to be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, I don't know with who, but I feel like that's one of those things where the universe will conspire to yeah. present someone. Um, that's so crazy. So, yeah, the the end of 2019, I'm hoping to, to be in a steady relationship. Good for you. That's exciting. Yeah, and I don't know necessarily, you know, who it's going to be with, but yeah. um, I, I, do, I do predict that. Um, I predict that I will get... You, you guys should, like, uh, eat lunch together at work. 
Well, our lunches don't overlap, so oh, yeah, we're really? like an hour different. Because I cover the front desk from oh, okay. noon to one. My my lunch is at from one to two. Got it. So okay. it's a late lunch, but I like it. And yeah. It's the end of the day, I suppose. So, but yeah, I mean, we we talked about that before. So I don't know. Um, I do expect to get hired on as a full time employee yeah. at VASF um, by 2019. Yeah. I want to have. A ministry set up. I don't know if it's going to be a wedding ministry or if it'll be like a Bible study or like a, a new start church or whatever. But I want to have something, the groundwork for something in the PCC setup. Yeah, so I guess to round up my predictions, um, 2019, off our tangent, uh, I hope to, I will predict that I will have an agent for my book by the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking so about that. So that now I can, now that I'm kind of settled down, I. I've got my ministry that I'll be doing, but I also really need to get on that because I like I'm I'm ready to write, start writing part two. Like I'm so curious nice. as to what this Good. next journey is. So is part like. one? Is it completely finished? You're just waiting to you just want it published? I have just pr- been procrastinating out of both, um, um, what is it? Not fear, but trepidation. I guess. How much different is it than the version I read a couple of years ago? It is. It has. It has, certain parts have changed in substance, um, but I would say it is probably 90% the same. Okay. Um, plus your your corrections and right, right, okay. Well, so, and it could be too. Now that I'm kind of coming out on the other side, looking back at it, I might fine tune it too because I wrote. I know there there were some parts that maybe yeah. were a little rawer than it <laughs> than it should have been, but that. Again, it's it's pretty much finished, and it's just a matter of me like overcoming that anxiety and just putting yeah. it out there into various agents, um, inboxes, and seeing yeah. if I got any hits. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping uh, and predicting that by the end of, of 2019, I'll have an agent. Very cool. So, whether or not you know anything comes of it, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah I'm looking I'm looking forward to a lot of things this coming. Wow. It's going to be it's going to be a crazy ride. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, as we round out, it I started recording a little earlier, so we're probably at about an hour yeah. and 45 minutes or so. We're good, man. Which uh which definitely should break into two episodes. Yeah, I think we can do that. I, yeah. I think we should definitely do that. And uh so, yeah, this probably won't be the last stream of thought again. No. I feel like just when we, we landed on this kind of depressing... Uh, I'll probably throw out, for people listening, I'll probably try and throw out a couple episodes of just people that come my way. Yeah. LA, but uh, this will probably be the last one of 2018. Yeah, this will this will be the last series for 2018. Um, and then 2019, I'm guessing the spring sometime i'm gonna come out and visit victor and oh for sure at some point and we'll we'll do some episodes there so we won't be we won't be gone um not like i thought we were last time i did not think this was gonna happen so yeah my my hopes have been revived i can't remember what uh what did we say last time when we signed off oh my god it was yeah it was to be continued or something like that because we didn't know when we were going to record next i think that's how how we left which is the same here so i think we'll leave it at that yeah to to be stream of thought first episode here with back with ricks in our old studio which we thought we weren't going to have it's been probably six or seven weeks since we recorded it's a christmas miracle yeah christmas miracle christmas miracle so, and a great way to ring in 2019. Great way to ring in 2019. To be continued. To be continued.